SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. 25 minutes after 10 on SFM Late Night Conversations. Please do make sure that you interact with us as we talk around the Government Employees Pension Fund. I know there's a lot of South Africans who are part of this pension fund and they might have some queries and questions and these are going to be answered by Ifram Gegan, who's the branch manager in Gauteng and National Department of uh, GEPF. Make sure that you call in on 011-714-2006. We're going to be talking about the fact that um, how does one make sure that they establish the GEPF's uh, mandate and where are they located and how they can get assistance based on the legal frameworks that the governing uh, body of GEPF holds in South Africa. So make sure that you are interacting with us and what some of the benefits are determined by. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people who are asking themselves at this point in time, how do I access my benefits and what are my benefits based on? SAFM uh, A-teamers, please do interact with us. Our number is 0614104107. That's our WhatsApp number. Our SMS number is 41391. SMS is a charge at 50, or you can call in on 011-714-2006. Thank you very much for joining us this evening, Ephraim Gagane. How are you doing? Uh, good evening, uh, Patricia, and good evening to the listeners of uh, SAFM and our members uh, out there. Now, this episode of uh, civic education is proudly brought to you, SAFM A-teamers, by SABC Radio Education in partnership with Government Employees Pension Fund at uh, the SABC Education, Enriching Minds and Enriching Lives. And we want to make sure that you, as an A-teamer, is aware of your rights, responsibilities, and how uh, the GEPF works. That's why we have Ifram Gagana, who's the branch manager of Gauteng and National Department of GEPF on the line with us. Now, greetings to you, uh, Ifram. Let's talk about what some of the government employees' pension funds and what this actually is, because some other people might not have an understanding or a full understanding of what GEPF does. Okay. Um, Patricia, GEPF is a pension fund for government employees in South Africa. And um, it was created uh, by law. Um, um, Section, it was a a proclamation 21 of the uh, pension uh, law of 1996 uh, created this pension fund specifically for the uh, uh, government employees of uh, South Africa. Very interesting to know what you do at the GEPF. And uh, one of the things that are quite interesting to know is when was the GEPF established and why was it established? Especially because we want to know what the mission and vision of the GEPF is. Um, let me first uh, start with uh, pre-94 uh, era. We, we had the formerly... Um, 
self-governing territories and the former TBGC states. Uh, all of these uh, uh, governance uh, institutions had their own pension funds. They were government in their own, own right at the time. Now, uh, with the new dispensation, uh, it was necessary for all these different pension funds to be brought together and amalgamated into one pension fund. That took place in 1996 uh, in terms of the government employees' pension law. And um, that's when we created um, the government employees' pension fund. And it is basically uh, created to provide financial security for retired members uh, of government or to provide for their beneficiaries in, in the case of their um, death. Now, in, in terms of death, you've mentioned that now, um, um, and, and I think it's very important for us, Ephraim, to look at the death age and what should be done when someone who's employed by the government and who is under the government employment uh, pension fund scheme, what should be done in those cases if someone passes away and they're within this benefit scheme? You see, uh, uh all our members are employed in one or the other form of a government structure. Could it be a SOE? Um, SOE, these are government uh, companies, state-owned companies, uh, or outright mainland public sector departments. Uh, take, for instance, the um, Department of Education, um, take uh, SOEs like South African Revenue Services. Um, in the event of death, uh, the next of kin uh, will approach the particular department where the member is employed, and they will be provided with support and guidance throughout the process of uh, laying a claim with the uh, pension fund, with the GPF. One of my major questions would be accessibility to the GEPF because a lot of South Africans will then say, if I'm a beneficiary to um, a person who's worked for the GEPF and they've passed on or they are due for a pension fund payout, how do I then make sure that I get access if I'm in a rural uh, KZN or Eastern Cape or Northern Cape? How do they get access? Where are your offices based? Um, we have a national uh, footprint. Um, our head office is situated in Pretoria. Um, we are uh, situated at Trevena uh, Campus Building, which is situated at Corner Mainkis and Francis Bar Street in Sunnyside. But throughout major centers in all provinces, we have offices in some large geographical areas. We have uh, more than one offices, uh, more than one office where people can walk in and make inquiries. Uh, just to name but a few, we have uh, an office in Limpopo, uh, the main office is in Pulugwani. And uh, we have uh, a satellite office in Toyandu, further north. 
in the Western Cape, we have one office in Cape Town, and yeah, we have offices in Devon, in the KZN, Bloemfontein. Uh, we have satellite offices in uh, in Johannesburg. Kibali, uh, we have offices as well in each and every province. Uh, we have offices there. SAFM A-teamers, um, we are talking to Ephraim Gegane, who's the branch manager, Gauteng and National Department of the GEPF, and we are talking about the government employees' pension funds. I know a lot of you are probably very um, affected by how the GPF works, or if not affected, but touched by the way they work, because it's either you work for the government or someone in your family works for the government and they've passed on or they've gone to pension and you want to know what uh, sort of benefits are available, please do call in and do ask your questions. Mr. Ephraim Gekane, who's the branch manager, is available. We are running a series of um, conversations with the GPF who are going to be joining us for the next couple of weeks here on Late Night Conversations. So to do make sure that you are interacting with us. The number that you can dial to ask your questions or pose your opinions is 011-714-2006. Alternatively, call 011-714-4045. You can also SMS on 41391 and SMSs are charged at 150. For WhatsApp, send them to 0614-104-107 or get us on social media platforms at SFM Radio at Patricia N. Ndooli. The time now is 35 minutes after 10. SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. 36 minutes after 10 on SFM 104 to 107, leading the conversations, especially at this time of the evening on late night conversations. We are talking to Ephraim uh, Gegane, who's the branch manager education um, at the Gauteng and National Department of GEPF. And we're talking about the government employees fund, a pension fund, and what this is and what it means to you. So please do call in, do ask your questions, please do interact with us so we can get your information filtered through uh, Mr. Ephraim Gekane. The number to dial is uh, 011-714-2006. Alternatively, you can uh, SMS us on 41391. Remember that SMSs are charged at 150. For WhatsApp, send the voice notes to 0614-104-107. Now, um, Ephraim, I've got a, a, a question here via WhatsApp. Uh, or in fact, it's our SMS line, which asks, what happens to uh, the remaining balance? Because um, they are only uh, allowed a quarter um, if they die after an after their pension. So it's a quarter when they die after three years of pension. And what happens to the balance of that particular pension fund if they work for the government? Okay. Uh, let's take, uh, uh, for instance, uh, one member retires at the age of 60. And um, what we do 
we calculate the entire actuarial value. That's the amount of um, uh, funds the member has in the fund. We, we call it an actuarial value. Uh, and from that, we take a third. We pay out as a lump sum. We call it gratuity. Uh, the two thirds that's remaining will be uh, used to purchase annuities. Annuities are those payments that we make monthly uh, every year throughout the year, 12 months in a year. Now, we take the remaining two thirds, we, we divide it by 60. That will be payable for 60 months, that is five years. Now, you will remember I said the third was paid out at once as gratuity. Now the two thirds we divided by 60, we get 60 equal installments. Meaning, on the persons receiving their 60 years annuity, their actuarial value in the fund is depleted. Uh, if they continue living after five years, uh, they will be generating annuity from our own investment returns. Their money, their actuarial value is depleted at that point. Now, suppose then that the person receives uh, the annuity only for three months after going on pension and then they, they pass on. What we do, we have what we call a balance of five years. That is a, a balance of the two thirds, if you understand me correctly now. Uh, suppose this person, for argument's sake, was receiving 10,000 rand uh, a, a month. Uh, for for 60 months, this person was going to receive 600,000 in total, which would comprise their two-thirds. Now, this person has only withdrawn 30,000, meaning there is 570,000 still left in the fund, which is the member's own a, a balance of their actuarial value they had in the fund. That amount is the member's money. They don't lose it. If they die, we pay that balance, which in this case will be 570000 We will pay to their spouse or their children or whoever they shall have nominated to receive the, their money uh, or their benefits in the event of their death. In the event there's no dependent or beneficiary, the money will then be paid to estate, to the person's estate. But in all probabilities, uh, the money will leave the fund. The money belongs to the member. It will, it will be paid out. Ephraim, with what you have told me right now, I'm quite concerned around um, who 
and how beneficiaries are chosen because we are aware not all government employees who are under the government employee pension fund might have um, you know the knowledge of choosing the correct pension fund beneficiaries so how mm. do we then make sure uh, who the correct in, uh, beneficiaries are of the GEPF and how many of them um, who can be appointed? Um, let, me, let me start it this way. We, we, we are having an education drive, as we will do in our later episodes. We will educate our members of the importance of nominating beneficiaries. We do this on various platforms when we meet our members out there during road shows, we educate them. On our uh, uh, adverts, we educate them. On our pamphlets, uh, our member guides, our newsletters, we educate them to be able to understand the implications of not uh, uh, nominating beneficiaries. But in the event uh, members have failed despite all the uh, interventions, uh, we will apply what we call general rules, the rules of succession, test date and interest date and so on. Basically, uh, the spouse will be the, the first in line to be considered for such benefits and then the children. So, so we, we, we will apply our discretion based on the information we have at the uh, at the time we are supposed to make a payment. Let me go to the lines. I've got Kim uh, Ndombi, who's in Kimberley. And uh, before I go to you, let me remind all A-teamers that we're speaking to uh, Ephraim Gekane, who's the branch manager at the Gauteng and National Department of the Government Employees Pension Fund, GEPF. And if you'd like to ask some questions directly to him around how the GEPF works or how you can claim for your benefits, please do call in on 011-714-2006. Alternatively, 011-714-4045. You can also SMS us on 41391 and SMS is charged at 150 for those voice notes, of which we will get to um, a bit later on the show. Uh, they go to 0614-104-107. Ndombi, thank you very much for joining us from Kimberley. How are you doing this evening? Ndombi, can you hear me? Okay, it seems like there's an issue with Ndombi's line. Um, let me go back to you, uh, Ephraim, before we get to Ndombi. Uh, the GPF benefits are not dependent on members' contribution and investments. Please, can you kindly explain this particular issue to us? Okay. Um, uh, not, not quite entirely. They have an influence, but... Indeed, they do not depend on the member's contribution. Um, we, we are, uh, it's normally referred in the uh, retirement industry as a defined benefit pension fund. Basically, this means uh, our benefits are defined in terms of rules and formulas. So, whether whether uh, the um, the economy is going through a meltdown or everything is running fine or whether the fund has 
has a risk in terms of say fraud or 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 bad investment uh, decisions members are will not be affected because as that happens there is a formula already in the rules protected by law which we should use to pay members benefits so whether uh, the investment uh, made by the board uh, somewhere generates uh, uh, returns or not, members will still receive their full benefits because the employer, who is the government in this case, is the underwriter of the fund. Any financial losses, the underwriter, who is the employer and the government, will make sure that they fund the deficit. Let me now go to Ndombi, who's been waiting patiently on the line. Ndombi is calling from Kimberley. How are you doing, Ndombi? I'm fine, and how are you? Excellent, thank you. Um, Ndombi, what is your question or comment to Ephraim Gegan? My question is to Mr. Gegan. If a nominee, a child was nominated, and the child was age, let me just put this in there, age, age, let's say 10 or 8 years, and then you are told the child will only be able to get the money at age 18. Yeah? And then when, when we went there, they said the money is already with the high court. Must be it. My question is, from the time now when the money went to the high court, does it have interest or it remains on the same amount for whatever 10 years, whatever years until the child reaches 18? I don't know if you get me, Patricia. All right, Ndombe, I've heard your question, but let me ask Mr. Kekane, um, Ephraim Kekane, if he's heard you. Uh, Mr. Ephraim Kekane, have you heard the question elaborately or do you have follow-up I, I, questions? I, I, I have got the question. All right, Ndombe, please listen up on your radio. Let us allow Mr. Kekane to respond. All right, thank you. Okay. Uh, look, the, the decision to have the money be paid over to the master of the high court is not a GEPF decision. Uh, it's a decision uh, created by other uh, laws governing the issue of uh, majority and minority of children. But we are just complying. Now, uh, the basic question is, uh, is the money any, any interest? Yes, we don't be. The money is earning interest while still at the master. Uh, if the guardian would, uh, if if the member uh, were to pass on, we pay benefits uh, for the minor child over to the master. What happens is we will generate two letters: one to the master to inform them of what money is payable to what what child, and who is the guardian of the child. Now, the second letter will go to the child. So, uh, apologies, will go to the guardian. We'll inform the guardian which child has received what amount and which master of the high court has received that money. So they can be able to uh, administer the funds with that particular master of the high court. But suppose the child does not need that money at that early stage in terms of 
uh, schoolings or other expenses, uh, say this, there is a surviving parent who can afford. The money can be left at the uh, master. Each and every year, it, it can be appraised as to what uh, interest has been generated by that, um, uh, that money that is um, in the master of the high court. But most certainly, the money will generate interest while with the master's office. Let me go to a couple of uh, WhatsApp voice notes that we have received, Mr. Kekane. Let me remind all our A-teamers that they can also ask and pose their questions and comments on our WhatsApp number, which is 0614-104-107, or call in on 011-714-2006. Why GEPF take time to pay our pension? Even mine now is been 10 months waiting still since the 19th of October. It was in payment section. Every day when I call is in payment section. What is happening there? Hi, good evening there. Uh, my name is Ishmael Lavase from Velcom. I'm working for the government. Uh, I just want to know uh, if someone, uh, maybe my wife or my kids that are being registered under my name, do pass on. Do I get something from GEPF? And the other question is, uh, what happens if I only work for 10 years and maybe due to injury or maybe a chronic, I can't go on any longer? What happened then? Do I still qualify to get that uh, monthly salary? under GEPF. I'll, I'll, I'll listen on the radio. Good evening, Ephraim. I just need to know if you do make sure that there is a link between departmental policies and the GEPF in terms of the withdrawals. I'm talking of a situation where somebody will be dismissed and appeal and get paid out the pension before the end of the appeal. Then the person comes back, there has been a withdrawal, then there is a challenge. What are you doing about that? Thank you. I'd like to remain anonymous. Bye-bye. All right, Ephraim, we've received uh, three voice notes from our A-teamers. Is it possible for you to respond to them? Um, the the gentleman, the first part of the question I missed because he momentarily uh, went quiet uh, on my side. So if you can perhaps just take me through on that. Uh, I missed the first part of his question. All right, let's go to the second one and we'll play the other one uh, later. Okay. Uh, the, the, the 10 years. Okay, maybe let me start with the first one, the first uh, voice note. Uh, late payments. Uh, 
uh, our payments are on time. Uh, I'm talking about retirement where uh, people know in time, they're going to retire and submit documents in time and submit uh, documents in the correct format with all the attachments. However, we we experienced uh, problems where documents are submitted late to us. The process of withdrawal starts at the employer. When a, a member gives notice to the employer to say, I will be terminating my services on this day and thereby exiting the pension fund, uh, we, we, we expect them to submit documents at the earliest possible stage so that we should be able to have time to validate the documents and the claim itself. In most cases, you find employers submitting these documents late. Sometimes they submit them late and with errors. We're dealing with finances here, and we, we are following strict rules in administering those finances. So for what one can perceive as a small error to us, it's not a, such a small error because it can have financial implications and also a loss to, to the fund. So we have to verify each and every uh, information that we're receiving from employers. But I must say, uh, we, we took a knock together with all other uh, entities, you know, private and public sector when the uh, COVID-19 pandemic strike uh, struck us. Uh, we, we, we are still recovering from that loss. Unfortunately, we, until now, last month or so, we were still operating at the capacity of less than uh, 100%. So the uh, 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 processing of uh, exit claims was not an easy one. We, 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 we took a knock as well on that, but we are uh, recovering at the moment as uh, we are operating at 100% capacity. Uh, let me uh, uh, go to the second question. Uh, where members uh, exit the fund on medical grounds, the issue of tenures does not come into uh, the equation. Basically, if you bought it on, on medical, uh, it, is, uh, it is irrespective to whether you have tenures or not. Uh, we, will, we will still pay graduate and annuity based on, based on projected periods to make sure that the members are not disadvantaged as a result. So... Uh, the 10 years and the less than 10 years only applies for people that go on normal retirement and those that resign. Um, yeah, but for for the purpose of retirement, uh, if you go on medical reasons, uh, the 10 years does not kick in. The last one, uh, the the one of aligning uh, our operations to the departmental policies. You see, this this is a, a bit tricky one. We are a pension fund. We administer fi- uh, uh, fi- finances, uh, and employers 
have their own rules. We do not prescribe to employers on what rules to have uh, with regard to their employees. If, for instance, you have a situation where a member who is an employee at a department is dismissed and uh, the dismissal uh, forms are submitted to us to, to generate a claim, we will take it on that basis and process a dismissal and pay out benefits as uh, allocated to a dismissal. But it might happen, though, that there could be some appeal process later taken by the employee at the department. And should it happen that, uh, as it has in many cases, the employee happens to win the case and an arbitration award issued in their favor to say, for instance, let the employee rather be uh, retired rather than be dismissed. We, in, an arbitration order has the same uh, amount of force, power, with the uh, court order. So we are obliged to respect that. And what we do, we take uh, the new uh, set of claims as amended and we do a recalculation and we pay based on the latest information that we have in compliance with the rules uh, that are existing uh, applicable to the last one. Mr. Gegane, I've got two callers on the line who want to ask you who want to ask you questions is it okay for me to allow you to uh, uh take their questions after the news bullet after the news bulletin excuse me it's 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 fine all right let's take the news with uh, we'll be back after this with mr uh gegan from gegan from gepf here there and everywhere <laughs> SAFM 106.6 FM in Mangaung. Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. The time is 11. The time is 11 minutes after 11, and uh, I do apologize. I'm having a very spiritual time right now on the show, and... Uh, Ooh, it's 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 beyond me. I wish I could explain what is going on, but with everything that I'm facing right now, I suppose Pimola Mundine is right when she, when she says life happens, and yeah, times like this is when we remind ourselves that life does really happen. <gasps> We are speaking to um, Mr. Gekane, who is one of the branch branch managers at Gauteng and the National Department of the GEPF. And we are talking about the benefits. On on the line, we've got Mr. Amos. Amos, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well, and how are you? Good, thank you. What is your question or comment to uh, Mr. Gekane? Yes, I just want to check, uh, Mr. Kekana did talk about that uh, if you are 65 years, uh, you get the one third of your lump sum, and then the other two thirds uh, is divided over 60 months. So my first question is, uh, then what will happen after the five years? Uh, what will uh, that pension uh, beneficiary be getting? Because the, the five years will have lapsed. What will be happening? And lastly, 
uh, if you can also touch on the tax implications for the lump sum, because uh, there are also tax implications. Thank you. I'll listen on the radio. Thank you very much, Amos. Let's allow Mr. Kekane to respond. Mr. Kekane? Yes. Uh, thank you for the question, Amos. Um, look, um, I've actually um, uh, answered it, but I will, I will repeat myself. Uh, and, and we have many cases like that. What happens is, uh, we, I said we, we will divide the, the remaining two thirds after paying out one third as gratuity. We will divide the remaining two thirds into 60, uh, sort of like equal portions. Because we'll be paying that to a pensioner once a month, that will be uh, for 60 months, and that translates to five years. Now, should the pensioner live beyond, and most of them live beyond, uh, the, the, the pension will not stop. We will continue paying the pension uh, until the member dies. The longer the member continues to live, is immaterial to us. If the person uh, retires at the age of 60, they can live up to 95, they can live up to 100. The pension will not stop. Instead, every year, the pension will increase uh, uh, with the amount linked to the inflation for that particular year. So uh, there is an increase which is protected in our laws for each and every pensioner that's receiving our annuities. For every year, in April, we will pronounce the pension increase for all our pensioners, and that will be implemented each and every year. So the, the pensioner is not worried. If their own actuarial uh, value is depleted, they will continue receiving pension from the funds which is as a result of the investment returns that the fund is generating uh, on, on an annual basis. All right, let's go to Ringo, who's on the line. Good evening, Ringo. How are you doing? Good evening. I'm well and you. Excellent, thank you. Could you please just uh, tell us what your comment or question is to Mr. Kekan? Right. Uh, just a question to Mr. Kekana. Uh, I did... Uh, tune in late on his show, but I'm not sure if it was covered. Uh, with regards to monies being for due to minors that's held in the Guardian's Fund, what sort of interest does the Guardian's Fund uh, generate? And is it market-related as banks do? My understanding was that it's lesser than what the banks would offer, and this prejudices uh, these uh, beneficiaries. I'll listen on the radio. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ringo. Let's go to Mr. Kakane. Um, unfortunately, I'm not um, uh, informed on the percentages uh, or the rate of uh, interest at the, uh, uh, at the uh, Guardian funds. But I know definitely there is uh, 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 interest payable. All I can say, within us, uh, for uh, a, a, a payment 
that were made late after we have received um, claim documents, our own interest is market-related. Uh, it's, 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 it's comparable to the bank's uh, uh, interest rate. I'm talking from the GPF point of view now. With regard to that, all I know, the, uh, remember the, the master, they operate independent of us. They are under the, the Department of Justice. So they have their own set of rules, but um, should that be a, 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 a concern, I think um, the caller can just direct that uh, uh, through to me. My email is available on our website and can send me uh, an email. I will be able to take that matter up with the uh, master um, the, or the guardian fund and then I'll provide the caller with the appropriate or accurate figures. Mr. Kekane, before we close off, could you please give us your contact details for all the SAFM listeners who are listening right now who want to get in touch with you? And I know we'll be having a series of these discussions in the next coming weeks um, on a Thursday. Excuse me, on a Thursday. But uh, for now, how do we get in touch with you? Okay. Um, our uh, Client uh, hotline is zero eight zero zero one one seven six six nine zero eight hundred one one seven double six nine. Uh, we, our email uh, is inquiries at gefs dot co dot za. Inquiries at gefs dot co dot za. In the event like where the caller would want me to receive that email, they can just insert that. Please refer the uh, email through to uh, Ifran Kekana. That, should, that will be done, and I'll, I'll respond directly uh, to, to the caller. Excellent. Thank you very much, Mr. Kekane. Looking forward to having more discussions with you next week, Thursday. Thank you so much. This is SFM Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Dooley. Let's take a bit of a breather.